Good evening and welcome back to our weekly question and answer series for Anash.org. Follow up from the previous shear regarding naming a girl after a man that passed away. So I mentioned last week there are some poets can say it's okay, some poets can are against it. And I said I don't know exactly what the Rebbe didn't find in uh, the Rebbe's writings what's his shita regarding this. So somebody wrote to me this week that um, the Rebbe advised Rabbi Handel of Montreal to name his daughter Tzivya to be named after someone by the name Tzvi since they shared the same letters. So we see that the Rebbe's shit was that it's not a problem that you name a girl after a man if it's if it's if if it's a girl's name for a man that means Tzvi Tzivya or Dina for Don. Next, we also mentioned last week regarding um, saying Karbonas before Mincha Gedoyla. And I mentioned that uh, the priest can say that you should start also Karbonas only after Mincha Gedoyla. It's in Yisru Vazmanim, for Afarfanas, it's in, um, in um, other Poiskim, which we mentioned last week. So I received a letter from Rabbi Galitsky from Kronites and also Rabbi Bedel Bell, the Rav of Montreal. And they mentioned that in 770 there is a minion which starts Ashrai every day by Menche Gidoila. And they don't start by Kerbonas, they start by Ashrai. And that minion, Davin Zarab Ozdaba, you see Davin over there, Rabbi Groner. Now the answer to this is, wherever there's a minik, even if it's not a lekitchila, that's the minik. For instance, um, according to the Shechnorach, you don't have a shachras before the Netzachama. Lekitchila is shachras from the Netzachama. But the event, if you don't after the Alois, before the Netz, you're Yoitza. Now it's a bit event. So you still see in the shuls, especially now winter, when there's a lot of, uh, when the Netz is very late and people need to go to work. So there's a Minyonam, which is before the Netz. Is it a Lekitchila? No. But if there's no option, there's no choice, people are rushing. So they do it. The same will go to this. Although Lekitchila, you should say, Kerbonus um, also after Menuche Gedoyla. But if people are rushing and, you know, you can't change it, so, you know, but the Abed, it's okay. Now, Rabbi Berubel mentioned to me also that he asked Rav Ozdaba once, how come that we say Kibonis before, uh, before Mechegidoyla? So he, answers, he answered him that since saying Kibonis is not the Chi of Gomer, so therefore you could be Michael. And he writes that I felt it is only he didn't want to, you know, uh, he didn't want to, you know, fight and change Menhugam. So, uh, back to what we said last week, if a person wants to be Yoitza should not say Kerbonas before Menche He could say it after Menche. 
And maybe Rabbi Ostaba does so. Or Leibel Gromer, maybe he, they said Kibonus after Mincha, because you could say Kibonus also after Mincha. But if a person wants to be Yoytzele Ketchila, that's the solution. He should say Kibonus after Mincha and not say it before Zman Mincha Gedoyla. Next question. Regarding what you said in the previous year, that if a woman forgot to light one of her extra candles, but lit the two, the minigis to light an extra candle each week. The question is, how could this be? Since the whole thing is only a minig, which is not mentioned even al to add on by every child, how could it be that it is um, it is a knas for a thing which is not a chiev? Now the answer to this question is that since you add on a candle for Nair Shabbos, that's part of the Chiyav of Nair Shabbos. When you add on, when you add on a, a candle, that's part of the Chiyav of Nair Shabbos. When you, you forgot one candle, basically you didn't do the mitzvah, the shlimus. Since Chazal were very, were very um, uh, harsh on people who forget to light candles, and they said that if a person forgets the light, they have to add on. So the poiskim, which I mentioned last week, the primogudam, and other poiskim, which hold that even one candle, if you like, that's a chaylik of the takuna, which Chazal said, that since we want the mitzvah of Atlukas Naira should be followed 100%, and you should have all that you have to light candles, even if you didn't do the mitzvah b'shleimahs, even though you did the mitzvah, but you didn't do the b'shleimahs, you should still add a candle to um, every week. Now this is probably the explanation which we can explain, the poiskim, which is most poiskim say that even if you get to light one candle, even if you lit two candles according to what is the chiyav, you still have to add on extra every Shabbos. Question. I heard that when you, when Eating rice, you must wash or eat a mazoinus before eating the rice. What is the reason behind this? Dalterebe Seideberg Senhenem, Pairik Alav Sifid, writes that Doichen is like other, all other kidneys, beans, and you make a brocha shahakel. If it's if you made a fin out of out of the oichen, you made a, a, a bread or you made a um, a tafshel, you make a berches shahakli. That's doichen. Oires is different. If you cooked it and it became squashed, became uh, connected, or you made a bread out of oires, you say a boira minemazoinus. And afterwards, you say, Then the Alter Rebbe writes like this, that we say, means rice, and means hills. That means, there is a machloikis, what is rice, what is oiris, what is doichen. Some say, that you make, you have to make a mazoinus, is rice. Like we call it, oiris we call rice. And doichen is hills. And that's a shackle. But some of Horsham say vice versa. That doichen is rice. And for rice you make a shackle. 
And Oiras is here, if for this you make a Mazoinus. So we have a Machloikus of a Poiskim, what is Oiras and what is Doichan, which Oiras and Doichan has different brachas. So the Altrebbe finishes, therefore Ayrai Shemayim should not eat neither Oiras, neither Doichan, which is cooked, only Betachasida. But if you eat it without, not Betachasida, then you can make a shahakl. Because we know when we have a sufag and brochas, you make a shahakl, but the is yoitza. So the Alter Rebbe writes, you should, the Rashmaim should not eat it only in the middle of the Suda. So that answers the first question that you heard that you must wash. Because Alter Rebbe writes, the Rashmaim should only eat it in the middle of the Suda. If you're only in the middle of the Suda, the Alter Rebbe writes, make a shahakl. But some poets can write, and I think the Ketosha Shilchan also, and I know some Rabun Labavich also write like this that the Alter Rebbe writes to make a shackle, that's because you know, whatever you say, but if you want to be you should make three brachas. So you take a piece of mazoinas uh, and you take a piece of vegetable and you take something which is a shackle. And once he ate all these three things, he made separate brachas, you could automatically eat rice because it is included in one of the brachas. So from there comes this, what you heard, that you shouldn't eat rice only in the middle of the Suda, or you should make three brachas. Now other people say that the writes only make a shakl, so they make a shakl. So this is truly in Menugaf in Rabuni Anash. Question. Is it allowed to say tillam between Yishtabach and Barchi while waiting for the Baltfila to get to Barchi? The answer is no, it's Osir. The Munganavru Masimar Niindalat Sifkut Bais brings the meaning of the Arizal, which sa- says that you should say Aseris uh, Shiva, you should say Shiramalas Memamakim between Yishtabach and Kadash. And he finishes with Tzurichian. What's the Tzurichian? The question is, since you're making a hefzik between Ishtabach and Kadash, and it's also. So the Mungavrum writes, but Surichina Adaminigarizal, that you say Shiramalas Memamakim after Ishtabach before Kadash. Now the Dugan Mavuva over there is Matsayan mentions the Rambam, which the Rambam brings a minig, used to say Azushir after Ishtabach. Pashas, what's his Nikida over here? Pashas the Nikida is to bring a raya that saying Tilam is not a hefsik, since you could say as Yushin, so there's no problem to say Shiramalas Memakim too. So according to this Dugimavuva, there's not a problem to say Tilam after Yishtabach before Kaddish. But there are other poiskim which write that, that there's a difference if you say Pirka Shira which is a part, which you could say it's part of Psik de Zimra, and saying Tilam, which is Tchinas, and Tchinas is a Hefzik. So, saying Pirkei Shire Vazimra, you could say it's part of Psik de Zimra, but saying Psikai Tchinas is Osir. So, to answer your question, no, you cannot say Tehillam between um, Yishtabach and Kaddish when you're waiting for the Baltvilla. 
Now I know some poets are lenient with this, but um, some people are lenient. I, don't, I won't say some poets I didn't see poets are lenient, but some people are lenient. But Pashtas, we see from the Mungnavruam, is that uh, it is a problem. Question. I was looking for my Ksiba, and after not finding it, we were going to go to Arof to write us another one. But reminded myself, only before Shabbos, or on Shabbos, what should we do? Very good question. Happens more than once. We know Chazal assert to live even with your wife without a ksuba. You have to have a ksuba. If you don't have your, your, your right ksuba, you cannot live with your wife, and even yichet is a problem. So a person does not find his ksuba. Now, it happens a lot that people remind ladies that uh, think, where, where do I put my ksuba? They know you have it somewhere. They put it, they place it somewhere. They have to look for it. So that's not considered they lost the ksuba that you should, they, the husband has to walk out. She could go around and look for her ksuba because she placed it somewhere. She placed it in probably a good place. So even if she doesn't find it right away, she could look for it. But if it goes through a day or two and looking for it high and low and she doesn't find it, that means she lost it. So then, the husband cannot stay with her without writing on a So the thing is, you have to go right away to Arav. He should write you an Uksuba. But what happens if it comes right before Shabbos, or even in the Shabbos, and, um, and you realize, I forgot, to, that we, we, we had the mind to go to the Rav, but happens to be, we forgot. What do we do now? Now we don't have a Ksuba. Now the poets can write that the husband should give um, let's say if he has a gold watch or uh, a piece of silver or um, or uh, anything which he could be magna for his wife towards the ksiba, ksiba which is around 14 kilogram of pure silver there's a lot of shit but you know just to give you the the, the standard 14 kilograms of of silver so if you take anything which is worth this amount, and you give it to your wife towards the Ksuba, so that will help till after Shabbos. And right after Shabbos, you should go to your Rav and make you a Nuksuba. It's worthwhile mentioning a very nice story, which I heard that uh, the famous Harav Ozner, the big Poisek, he was a son in law of a, of a Balabos, Rashakul, a very illich Rashakul. Which his name was Remotre Gelber. Um, after the war, after World War II, he, uh, he during the war he was um, he was divided from his wife, separated from his wife. And after the war, he looked around for her, and he got to know where she lives. So he went. And, and, and he came to her, you know, finally he could find his wife, which uh, they were separated for a while. He knocks on the door, and she opens the door, and she's so besimcha, ah, oh, you're here, come in, let's... So the first thing, was standing outside by the door, he asks his wife, do you have a ksiba? Because if you don't have a ksiba, I cannot walk in. During the war, 
you know, people could lose the Ksiba. So the first thing he had in mind, and that's a Fatsatish Balabus, the first thing he had in mind was, do you have your Ksiba? If you don't have the Ksiba, I cannot walk in. So at least <coughs> we see that you have to be very careful to know where your Ksiba is, and if you don't find it after looking for a while, you have to write a new Ksiba right away. Question, is a person allowed to daven for someone to die? For example, a person which is very sick. The answer is, there is a Ran in Daf Aleph, which the Ran says, I feel that sometimes a person is allowed to, to ask Rachmem Allah, sick person, he should die. Kigon, so writes what kind of sick person? A uh, sick person which is in very big pain. And he cannot survive it. So we see first that the Ran holds a person which is very sick and has a lot of pain and he cannot survive it, then you could ask. He should die. And he brings a, a very nice rife in the Gemurin Ksibas Davkiv Dalat, that the mother of Rebbe saw that whenever he went into the Besakisa and he had to think of the film and he was in a lot of pain, she said, That means she asked that his, his son Rabbi Nyakuda should die. So the Ran says, we see a person which is very sick, a lot of pain, you can ask he should die. But we see also, he says, he puts one thing, a person which you can still, according to the medical doctors, you could still have a solution, medication, etc. Then you don't ask he should die. If a person is terminally ill, then you could ask from Hashem that... Um, you should take him away, you shouldn't have to go through all the pain. Question. If someone wakes up before Chatzois at night and can't go back to sleep, he cannot say Birchis till Allah Sashach. Yes. But, if he goes back to sleep after Chatzois for 16 Nishimas, then he could make Birchis Ashacher. How long is 16 Nishimas? There's a Machloik Zapoiskim, the Ketos HaShilchen brings a lot of shittas from three minutes and he, says, he, he, he writes that from Alter Rebbe is also mashma, it's not too long, not too more than three, four minutes till more than a half an hour. And he writes over there, there's a machloikas, so when it comes to this question, in order you should make Berach you should sleep at least a little bit more than Chatsi Shu which is the Choladayas um, 16 Shimas, and then you could make the Berch Sashacher. Question. You mentioned three types of washing the hands over dishes, Neglwasser, Mamachroinem, and washing for bread. What about washing do you do in the morning for Berch Sashacher, or after the go, coming out from the men's room, after coming out from a cemetery or from a lavaya, or cutting nails or hair. Now, th this whole thing of Riechru 
is very interesting, and it's the, the, as I mentioned in previous shirim, riechru is not a a, a a final thing. There's such a riechru, such a riechru. So what we find in Chazal, we have to be makpat. Whatever we don't find in Chazal, we don't have to be, have to be makpat. We cannot compare this riechru to this riechru. So Chazal, we see food after under the bed, or a person touches things before after waking up before washing the hand this we see it's mazik for Eichlam. we see it also in in mamachroinam but wherever we don't see it we don't see it because it could be rihru for instance we see that in abaisa quarters there is a rihru we know in abaisa quarters there's a rihru even though there's a rihru we can eat maser in abaisa quarters like it says in the Posig, So we cannot try to make our own conclusion since by other Yichru is a problem, over here it's also a problem. Whatever we find the Chazal is Chazal. So when it comes to the Tilsadim in the morning, yes, we know it is a problem. When it comes to Mamachroinam on the floor, we know it's a problem. But when it comes all other things, by Sekuras, Alavaya, or uh, cutting nails, cutting the hair, all these things, if we don't see that we have to be mimakbed on it, we don't have to be mimakbed on it. Okay? Thank you for joining us, and please join us next week again, and send in the questions to inbox at anash.org. Good night, and have a wonderful week.